الحمد لله وكفى وسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ومن الليل فتهجد به نافلة لك سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين الحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم Last gathering we talked about how the people of piety, the people of taqwa, they would often start their day with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. And we referenced the habit of, uh, of Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah, who uh, he would sit in dhikr, just like the Prophet wasallam would, until the sun would rise. And when it was asked of him, uh, his response was that the time that he had spent afterward was his sustenance. Uh, was his nourishment and he needed it in order to be able to continue on with the rest of his day so someone of this degree of piety and taqwa felt that this was the charge that was needed in order to maintain the rest of the day and then we alluded to a point and I wanted to sort of remind ourselves myself and everyone about <coughs> about that and that was the point that in general it's important to start our day with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala in general, it's important to start a day with the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala and we see this sort of established in the Sunnah of the Prophet Wasallam, and we, we see it alluded to in the Qur'an as well but the Prophet Wasallam's day would always start with the Tahajjid prayer at the, the Tahajjid prayer is, is how it would start um, and we know that there is we know that we all have a we have, we have a set routine of things that we need to accomplish in a day we have we have our work, we have to eat, we have to take care of ourselves, take care of our families, etc. And then we have our responsibilities, we have our five daily prayers, we have our Qur'an that we have to recite, we have our salawat that we have to recite to the Prophet Wasallam. we have the istighfar that we have to do every single day and turn back to Allah Ta'ala. And one of the, one of the a very common question that's asked is, when is the best time to, to do these things? When is the best time to do my muraqabah, when is the best time for me to sit in istighfar, when is the best time for me to do salawat, when is the best time for me to recite Qur'an, etc, etc. And the general principle should be that we should try to do this in the morning hours. We should try to do it in the morning rather than putting off in the night. Sometimes the night is very attractive because there's it's more peaceful, it's a little bit more quiet usually. When the when the sun goes down and the busyness of the world has sort of ended and now it's for many people their own time. The, the the problem is that shaitan knows this as well and for those of us that are striving in the path toward nearness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala it's very important for us to recognize that this is a continuous effort that has to be made and it takes you know years and years and years and uh, that effort must be done every single day and when we know that we have a set amount of something to accomplish it's always better to try to get it done earlier in the day rather than later in the day so that the chance of us then missing that is less the chance of us then missing that is less so for instance if we have if we have let's say two t windows we have the opportunity to recite our Quran in the early morning hours let's say tahajjud time or after fajr ideally we have the opportunity to recite Quran after um, uh, or we have the opportunity to recite Quran before going to bed because those are the two quote unquote quiet times of the day 
the optimal time would be first thing in the morning. If we have the we have the time to recite muraqaba, uh, or we have time to do our muraqaba, and we have either a window of time at the beginning of the day or we have a window of time at the end of the day, the optimal time would be to do it in the morning. Because the chance of us then missing it is much less. The chance of missing it is much less. But if we push off uh, these uh, these these you know supererogatory acts until the end of the day, then it's it's very possible that we'll miss it altogether. It's very possible that we'll miss it altogether. You know, many people many people say that you know the night time is when I have the most time before I go to bed at night. That's my time. I have a half an hour. I have 15 minutes. But if you actually look at uh, how many times you're able to accomplish particular goals at that period of time, no matter what those goals are. It's, it's very difficult. It's very difficult. So in general, the our routine that we've established that we have to do, you know, we have to recite this much Quran in the day. We have to do this much Nawafil in the day. We have to do this much uh, Dhikr in the day. The the ideal time to do it is earlier in the day rather than later in the day. The, the main purpose being so that we don't we don't uh, we, we we limit the chances of actually missing it. And in those rare days then where you aren't able to accomplish it in the morning, the night is always available to you to complete it. But no day will then go by without it. No day will go by without the sustenance that our, our, our soul needs. Right? It's, uh, you know, sim- similar to, it's like, having a, it's like having, you know, a good breakfast in the morning. This is a recommendation of, 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 of many that, you know, start your day with a good breakfast. The most important meal of the day is your breakfast, breakfast, breakfast. Why? Because that meal is what's going to sustain you through the rest of the day. If you bypass breakfast or you ignore breakfast and you only and, and you eat an unhealthy breakfast or you don't eat an adequate breakfast, then that effect is going to be had the the rest of the day, right? You'll be slow to start, etc., etc. So, and that's our physical body. That's our physical body. The most important meal isn't you know the meal that you have right before you go to bed at night. That meal is useless. In fact, if anything, that's just going to that that's going to be unused energy. And then that'll just be stored anyway, completely, it won't, it won't be used. But on the other hand, the, meal, the, the, the morning meal is the most important meal for the body, and the soul is the same way. That before we begin our day, because we need the spiritual energy to, to allow us to remember Allah Ta'ala for the next 12 or 15, 16 hours, the spiritual energy to allow us to maintain our four or five salahs that are upcoming, the spiritual energy that's you know, going to be required to stay away from those things that are prohibited, that spiritual energy has to come from somewhere. It has to come from somewhere. So where do we get it from? We get it from the morning adhkar that we do. The morning Qur'an that we recite. And Qur'an is a form of dhikr. So the morning adhkar that we do, the the the, the extra nawafil uh, that we pray, either after the sun rises or before the fajr time itself. But this is what's going to actually provide us with the spiritual energy necessary to survive the rest of the day. So it's very important to, to keep this principle in mind that the best time to do these things is going to be early morning. And we see this example in the Prophet as well. That he would be up well before the Fajr prayer, he would be awake. And he would spend this time remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he would pray to Allah ta'ala that the Hajjud prayer he would, he would pray, irrespective of the season. He would pray that the Hajjud prayer. And then he would then perform the Fajr prayer in the masjid. We talked about this last time, how at, at the bare minimum our, our day should begin in the masjid, if not with the Hajjid prayer. But at least at the bare minimum our day should begin in the masjid. And then after the, the day, sh- and then after Fajr prayer, the Prophet wasallam would then remain in dhikr and he wouldn't leave his spot until the sun rose. And the Prophet said that a person that remains in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala in his, in his, 
uh, a person rem- remains in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala in their spot after the Fajr prayer until the sun rises, that person gets the reward of a Hajj and Umrah. And they stand up and pray two rak'ah. They get the reward of a Hajj and Umrah. That's how valuable this time is. And that's the time where a person can reflect, do their dhikr, do their Qur'an, etc. Not, perhaps it's not possible for us to spend that much time doing it. But certainly we know that we have an X amount of things that we have to get from our dhikr every single day. We should try to bring that, we should try to bring that forward in the day. I mean, the advantage, just to sort of recap, is twofold. Number one is that it lessens, it limits the chances of us then missing our dhikr later on. And number two, it brings tremendous barakah that's needed in the day and that's required in the day for us to actually sustain ourselves for the remainder of time. So uh, we should try to make it a habit of this, that whether it's a weekday, whether it's a weekend, whether you know it's a work day or a school day or, or not, or it's a holiday, that our mornings always start in the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala and ideally the goals that we have established for our own personal routine of zikr, that be done also in the morning. Our muraqabah be done in the morning, our Qur'an be done in the morning, our istighfar and salawat be done in the morning, our extra prayers be done in the morning. That should all, as, as best as possible, be incorporated in the morning rather than later in the day. And, and a person that switches their habits, you know, if, if someone's been doing this for a long period of time, they might not notice it, but if someone switches the, their habit from prolonging things in the evening hours to bringing them into the morning hours, they'll notice a tremendous difference in their day. They'll begin to notice a tremendous barakah in their day. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq to be consistent in our dhikr and consistent in our Qur'an and allow us to mimic the sunnah, the, 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 the method of the Prophet ﷺ and the timings of the Prophet ﷺ in the best way possible. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put barakah in our efforts and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to achieve our spiritual goals. Wa akhira da'wana. And alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.